This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Man, and noted anti roller coaster man is joining us right now. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel Eighty, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Gabe Knight, so along with Courtney Cronin, as we fill in for the boys and Chris Canty, host of this very fine program, jumping on with us right now. So, when was the last time you could actually ride a roller coaster? Because if that thing can't buckle in because your legs are too big, man, like. When's the last time you were actually able to ride a roller coaster? Well, Gabe, I started playing football my junior year in high school, so sometime before that. I'll I'll probably put it to you that way. Like, once I started getting on the gridiron, my roller coaster days were over. That's fair enough. Uh, The big news news of the day, uh, Canty, is the NBA. They've suspended Grizzlies, John Morant, for 25 games. Does that sound about right to you? Were you expecting more? Were you expecting less? I thought it was light, to be honest with you. It felt like a slap on the wrist after the eight-game suspension and then weeks later, John Morant doing the same exact thing on social media with a firearm, his buddy driving a car, he's playing with a gun. It just sends the wrong message in terms of the commissioner's office holding teeth when it comes to the discipline and trying to curve and deter certain behaviors. Now, I get it. The Adam Silver and the commissioner's office explanation behind it, using the Miles Bridges suspension as a part of the framework uh, in order to dole out the discipline. John Morant not breaking any laws makes it hard to exceed what they gave to Miles Bridges. But at some point, you have to take a stand and say, the NBA is not going to be about this. What John Morant did flies in the face of their business model, their bottom line, and, and I just don't think that that's the direction that the league wants to go in. We've talked a lot about John Morant, what it means for him, what it means for Memphis, but I'm curious how you think Adam Silver handled this whole thing, dating back to the time of the first suspension, the meeting, then the NBA Finals. He mentions it but won't give out the goods until today. He's known as a player's commissioner, and I think that the 25-game suspension using the Miles Bridges situation as as kind of like precedent it still feels like he's not going, not really setting much of a precedent as far as being a disciplinarian on players in the league. Do you see it that way? I do, and the the thing that bothers me the most about this is that it feels like the commissioner can only go as far as Tamika Tremaglio and the MBPA will allow him to, and and I don't necessarily know that that's. That's the job, if that makes sense. I get it as the commissioner of the NBA. You want to have a good relationship with the executive director of the MBPA and all of the players. You don't want to fracture or fray that relationship because the two sides have enjoyed labor peace and as a result have been able to monetize it at a level that we've never seen in the sport. But at the same time, you have to take a stand in terms of the morals and values that your business will purport itself to, to, to stand by or to stand for. And in this instance... With Ja Morant, I thought it presented a clear and obvious opportunity to not only send a message about how players are to conduct themselves moving forward in the NBA, but also about where the NBA stands when it comes to gun violence and the crisis that we're facing in this country. I I, I just I understand he didn't break any laws, but he did violate league rules, and and as as such. Because this is his second offense and because there is an uncomfortable fact pattern with John Morant and firearms dating back to as long as two years ago, I, I think there was an opportunity to do more. So I, 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 I disagree with the suspension. I thought it should have been more. 
We'll see if this ends up being a deterrent for John Morant and, and making him be more introspective and, and thinking about some of the behaviors that he engages in, some of the people that he surrounds himself with. But, guys, it, it's 25 games. I, I just, you know, when you're talking about a player that missed 21 games due to injury this past year, I, I don't know that 25 games is going to send the message that Adam Silver wants it to. Chris Canty, he is the host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, joins us on Canty and Carlin, ESPN App Series XM Channel 80. I'm Gabe Nitzel along with Courtney Cronin. When it comes to then this offseason for Memphis, how important do you think it would be as they look to bolster this roster, a team that was the number two seed in the Western Conference heading into the postseason this year? How important do you think it is for them, a relatively young roster, to try to find a veteran that maybe can put his arm around John Morant, put him under his wing, and help him try to guide him through after he gets back? I don't know that that's the priority. I get what you're saying. You, you want to find somebody that John will listen to. I think the most important thing is that the organization cleans up their locker room. And, and they let it be known a few weeks ago that they weren't going to re-sign Dylan Brooks under any circumstances. I think that was in part them trying to corral some of the personalities, um, trying to get their house in order, so to speak. I, I think they need to do more of that in terms of making sure that the players that are in that locker room are focused on trying to compete and win at the highest levels of the sport. Because now that the Denver Nuggets are here and they prove that they have championship DNA, the Memphis Grizzlies' margin for error is slim to none if they have championship aspirations. So I, I think that, you know, the most important thing is creating an environment um, that, that fosters winning and also making sure that when John Morant does return from suspension, that environment is one that can, that can handle that type of personality and also hold him accountable. So I think that has to be the priority. And whatever mix, whatever blend of young players and veterans that you have to put together in order to establish that, that should be the focus for Zach Kleiman this offseason. Kenny, who do you think can turn things around quicker? Is it Ja or is it Zion Williamson? We were talking earlier about the idea that the Pelicans might be ready to move on and that maybe like some of the subtractions from their personnel staff right now are indicating that they're ready for life post-Zion. Whether it's here and whether it's in New Orleans or somewhere else, like, who do you think ends up redeeming themselves quicker between the two? That's a hell of a question. Um, I wish there was a third option because I would probably lean that direction. You could take the field if there's yeah, anybody I, I else don't, don't, that's I, out I, there I, that doesn't have this sort of polarizing issues. I don't, that have, John a com- I, I don't have a lot of confidence that either guy is going to figure it out, obviously for different reasons. But if I had to lean in one direction or the other, as crazy as this sounds – I would probably go Zion just because with the contract, there are some built-in protections for the team. And if the club has some options in terms of being able to get out of some of the guarantees that they would owe Zion, then I think that's probably the better route. Now, I have zero confidence that he's going to be able to stay healthy. You're talking about a player that's missed 200 games in his first four seasons, but the talent is there and the protections in the contract are there for the club. So I would probably lean ever so slightly in that direction. I'm Gabe Nigel along with Courtney Cronin. I can't see in Carlin ESPN radio ESPN app, Chris Canty joining us here on his own program. I'm just surprised by that because I would think you being the former professional athlete know how important feet are. And for a big guy like that to have foot issues, 
it just it, that scares me as somebody who wants to see Zion figuring it out and, and get back out there because I know he can be electric, but a big guy with foot issues just really makes me scared. No, it scares it scares the hell out of me too, Gabe. I, I mean, I don't feel great about it. I, I don't. But make, you make had, a choice. I get you, it. Gave, you gave me you gave me two two really two, two tough really choices, bad options. I, sorry, I, I sorry feel great about, about it. it. That's on one us. Of them. I apologize but, but, for that. But 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 with Zion, it, it seems that the issue is more easily correctable in terms of his ability to lose weight and stay in shape. Now. He might have a motivator cuff issue, which is keeping him from doing that in New Orleans. But if he loses weight, that's going to lend itself to him being able to stay healthy. So I, I think there's a simple, simple formula to give him the best chance to be the best version of himself. With John Moran, it's much more complicated because we're not only talking about his mindset, but we're talking about the behaviors and the affiliations of people around him or the people that he chooses to surround himself with. I mean, we're literally, and just looking at Ja's situation over the past two years, there have been five or six instances where him or somebody in his camp has a firearm. That's a problem. He's already talked about one of his friends being banned from NBA games because they had a laser pointer that was believed to be a part of laser sights for a firearm at the Indiana game. Like That's a problem. That represents a clear and present danger in terms of his ability to be able to stay on the court. Because if it happens again, then all of a sudden you're, you could be talking about him being off the feet, off the court for an entire year. You could be talking about an indefinite suspension and him having to apply to be reinstated in the league. So I just it, it feels like the Ja Morant situation of the two situations is going to be the more likely on an ongoing problem. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the NBA is more or less with all of these, you know, outside of the suspension, there's, you know, parameters he's going to have to to meet in order to get, you know, reinstated and all of that post suspension. But it sounds like they're telling him he's got to change his circle, which is tough when you have been, you know, with the same people since he came into the league to have to change your support network. I don't find that to be easy, uh, an easy thought for, for anybody, let alone John Morant. So happy note here. We've got champions that were just crowned this week with the Denver Nuggets and then the Chiefs got their rings last night in a private ceremony in Kansas City. We were tossing around this idea about the chance of repeating who among these two teams. They're both constructed in a way where I see a lot of similarities to how they're built, but of the two, which team is better suited to repeat as champions next season? The team that's hosted the conference championship for the last five years and running. The, That's the Kansas fair. City I, I guess. Like, I guess asking the NFL guy, I would have gotten that no, answer. But I, I mean, you and Gabe, like I'm like on an island over here thinking the Nuggets, but but go ahead. No, but in all seriousness, they they've been in the championship rounds five straight years. They've played in the Super Bowl three of the last four years and won two of them. Why would I pick anybody but the Chiefs? If we're if we call the quarterback position the most important position in all of team sports. And Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback, best player in the NFL. Why would I not pick his team? I I heard J.J. Reddick talking about this on first take uh, on Wednesday, I believe it was. And his point was that because it's a one-game season in the NFL playoffs, there's just so many different things that can happen that can adversely affect your team. There's so much variance. But to that, what I would say, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, you only got to win three games, four games. 
to win a title. That, that's it. They usually get the number one seed. So you're talking about winning three games, being at your best for three weeks. That's it. I mean, I, if I have the best player in the entire league, scratch that, in the entire world, why would I think my team is not capable of doing it if they've proven that they can get to the Super Bowl in, in three of the last four years? I, I just, it just doesn't make sense. And then when you look at it from the NBA side and, and talking about the different degrees of variance, I mean, to win a championship in the NBA, you got to win 16 games. You got to win four series across, what is it, two months? Think about all of the different things that can go wrong with players in two runs in the way of health. I don't have to worry about that in the NFL playoffs. I just don't. It's shorter. So, I, I don't know. I lean toward Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs being able to run it back as opposed to the Denver Nuggets. So much broke right for them. There were so many questions about the Western Conference. They beat three play-in teams in the four series that they won. I just don't think their road to a championship is going to be as easy or they're going to be able to make it look as easy as it looked this past postseason. Canty, I don't think you could be any more right, so I think that we just let you go. We just let you go into the weekend and enjoy <laughs> it because you couldn't be any more right than everything you just said. <laughs> I appreciate it, Dave. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Uh, Chris Canty joining us here on Canty and Carlin. Follow him at ChrisCanty99 on Twitter. I'm Gabe Knights along with Courtney Cronin as we fill in for the guys right here on Canty and Carlin. You can join the conversation on the CC call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. We're asking you the same question we just asked Canty. Chiefs or Nuggets, which team is better suited to repeat? We throw it out to Matt in Kansas. Matt, you're on ESPN Radio. What's up, you guys? So, uh, I born and raised here in Kansas. I'm 37 years old. I am a lifelong diehard Cincinnati Bengals fan. I've been in Arrowhead Stadium the last two years for the AFC Championship game. And I plan to be in Cincinnati this year for the AFC Championship game. So, I'm going to look at it from a little different angle. Uh, I totally understand where Chris is coming from in regard to Pat Mahomes. Uh, here's the way I look at it. Pat Mahomes depends on 10 other guys on offense and 11 guys on defense uh, to do their jobs for him to have the best chance of success. Whereas Nikola Jokic depends on, I mean, obviously they have bench players, but at a time, four other guys on the court. Nikola Jokic also has uh, an effect on the game on offense, and he has an effect on the game on defense, whereas Pat Mahomes has a game, you know, an effect on the game on offense. So as great as Pat is, um, I feel like football, you have to have more things go right for you as a great player around you than you do in the NBA. Now, I look at the AFC, and I compare that to the Western Conference and the NBA. So, in the AFC, you got, obviously, my Bengals. you got the Bills, the Dolphins, the Jets, the Chargers. And you got a lot of the Ravens, even the Browns. I mean, you got a lot of good teams, upcoming quarterbacks, a lot of talent. Um, whereas you look at the Western Conference, a lot of the talent and teams there to me, I mean, I see nothing but question marks, honestly. You got Morant with Memphis, question marks. Golden State, question marks. Lakers, old, question marks. Um, I just don't see anybody out West for, as of right now, as it stands right now, that I look into next year and say, you know, they can give the Nuggets a run for their money. 
Yeah, I, I, look, I think there's a lot of question marks in for a lot of those teams in the AFC as well. There's a reason the Kansas City Chiefs have been that team that have hosted the AFC, the, the AFC Championship game the last five years, Courtney, mm-hmm. because, I mean, you, you could say, okay, yeah, get, you got the Chargers, up-and-coming team. Well, that's also a team that blew a double-digit lead in the postseason last year and lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Which okay, maybe you want maybe your team that wants to believe in the Jaguars, maybe you're somebody who wants to believe in the Buffalo Bills. I, I think that there are a lot of question marks for a lot of those teams in the AFC as well. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And you know, to, to his point and to Canty's point, like you need a lot to go well on a football team. And I'm not saying you don't in the NF in the in the NBA, but you're the one who said it earlier. Injuries are are more prevalent in this sport. And Mm -hmm. remember what happened with Mahomes and the foot a few years ago when they lost to Tampa Bay. Like, you know, you lose the most important, your your most important position, your best player is not at a hundred percent. It's certainly not going to help things. And, I think they will contend. I'm not saying that they're not going to be back in the AFC championship game. I think if you give me the Chiefs or the field, I'd probably take the Chiefs because they have been at this stage five straight years. But there needs to be a lot that goes right in order for this to happen in the NFL, more so than in the NBA. You have like the element of time, the seven-game series. And, yeah, wear and tear is, is bad. It's really hard on – players in order to, you know, get past rounds and look at what happened with the Boston Celtics. Honestly, look at what happened with the Miami Heat. They ran out of gas and they ran out of talent. But I I factor all of those things in and think that that's probably an easier road if they're able to get through the West the same way that they did this year, which, you know, don't, don't have to sweep every single series. It's nice to do it like they did it with the Lakers, but getting through there and uh, making it look easy along the way certainly gives me confidence that they could be back. Try to get another call in here quickly. Triple H, say ESPN. Eric in Wisconsin. Eric, which team is better suited to repeat, the Chiefs or the Nuggets? Hey, thanks for taking my call, and thanks for what you do. I, uh, I'm going to go with the Denver Nuggets uh, just because I think their roster is solidified um, top to bottom. They've got one major uh, free agent out there in Brown. Um, the Chiefs are going to have some turnover on their roster and I just I think the Nuggets, uh, they made it look easy because they are that much more dominant as a team than the rest of the competition in the West right now, which gets them back into the finals. And again, um, a seven-game series. I'm going to, uh, you know, go with Jokic and uh, Murray. Thanks for yeah. taking my call. Yeah, certainly appreciate the call, Eric. Um, a little disappointed, A, because we're both in Wisconsin. You didn't have my back. B, clearly the Bucks are winning the NBA championship next year. Like, I don't know I don't know what you're doing, Eric. Like You're just letting hey, me down in the entire state of Wisconsin. You're snapping at Canty. You're snapping at caller Eric. Like, <laughs> this is a Friday. We've got to keep our vibes high. You know what? Hey, you're right. I apologize for that. That's on me. Hand in the air. That's on me. We'll get the vibes back to where they should be. I do want to remind you, though, to tune into an AL East rivalry tomorrow night. Red Sox hosting the Yankees. Coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Coming up, we keep it in the NBA because the Warriors have made it official. Mike Dunleavy Jr. is their new general manager. What does that mean for Draymond Green's future with Golden State? That's after Courtney has this from Omaha Stakes. 
All right, here's the truth. Dads want steak. When you give dad perfectly aged and oh-so-tender steaks, you're not just giving him the best meal of his life, but the chance to grill them up and share that moment with you. It's Father's Day, and for a limited time, you can go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code CANTY into the search bar. You'll be able to order the dad's favorite gift package for just $99.99. Plus, you're going to get eight free Omaha Steak Burgers with your order. I've had these. They are tremendous. These burgers taste like a steak on a bun and are ultra lean and pack a bold, intense, beefy flavor. Save over 60% on dad's favorite grill pack and you'll get four bacon wrapped filet mignons, four premium air chilled boneless chicken breasts, four boneless pork chops, four jumbo franks, Omaha steak seasoning, and four made from scratch apple caramel tartlets, plus free Eight free burgers for only ninety nine ninety nine. Remember, gifting is easy. Do not overcomplicate this. Dad's wants steak. Omaha Steaks is not just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com and type Canty into the search bar and order the dad's favorite gift package for Father's Day. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword Canty. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Gabe Nigel, Courtney Cronin, hanging out on a Friday for the guys. 
And the Golden State Warriors, Courtney, are in an interesting, almost crossroads. Today they make it official that Mike Dunleavy Jr. is their general manager. And as that roster continues to get older, and they had some issues that their head coach said were internal, that they just never really recovered from Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole, and they've got some decisions of what they want to do in order to move forward. So we're going to talk about that with Marcus Thompson, the Athletic Barrier columnist, as he joins the program right now. So Marcus, let's start there. What is the biggest decision that Mike Dunleavy Jr. is going to have to make in his first off se- in his first year, his off season right now, as the new general manager of the Golden State Warriors? That's a tough one, man. Uh, I guess the biggest one, because it's first, is signing Draymond. And that, I guess they've decided that they're going to sign Draymond, but then it becomes down to the money. Because to me, that's the first pillar, as is the talking point now. Can't win without Draymond. If you watch the words, they can't win without Draymond. So if they decide to win, that means they keep Draymond, which means they probably need to sign him. He still has an opt-out, got a couple weeks left. So if it don't go well and he opts out, I mean, that's going to be a huge loss. But to me, that's that's number one. But probably as they go along, the bigger move will be to sign him. Do they cash him in for a veteran? Do they run him back again with, like, Kaminga and Poole and see if they step up? That might end up being more important in the long run, but the first big one is what to do with Draymond. Not an easy task that he walks into this off season. So you're trying to fill shoes that were pretty big. With Bob Myers leaving, he had been there for a long time. And then you have a really demanding boss in Joe Lacob. So extremely difficult circumstances to take this team to another level. Outside of Draymond, what is the next step that Dunleavy has to do to ensure that this team checks all the boxes it needs to this offseason? Well, this is it's going to be critical, like, how they set out the roster. When they lost to the Lakers in game six, the talk was that they maximized what they had. So that means they need some upgrades. But but how, how do you get them? Uh, they might lose Dante DiVincenzo, who figures to get, like, a bigger deal than what they can offer. So that's going to be a significant blow. They need some size badly, right? This is... This is the Nikola Jokic NBA. You got you, you can't be small all the time anymore. So now they got to get some size. Like, how do they upgrade the roster? That puts George Poole in play. It puts Kaminga in play. It puts Moody in play. It puts the draft pick in play because they've already said, "Yo, we we bumped into the ceiling of what we're able to do." And keep in mind, the entire time you got Steph Curry sitting there uh, in the prime of his career, like, "Hey, man, I'm trying to win. Forget them kids." So, like, that, that's going to be tough. Like, how do they upgrade this roster without, like, the very obvious or easy pieces to move? Marcus Thompson, the athletic Bay Area columnist, joining us here on Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, along with Courtney Cronin. I'm Gabe Nitesel. So you bring up Stephen Curry, and he's clearly one of the more elder statesmen of this team in the NBA, and the NBA has, you know, all the player empowerment. How much is he going to have a say in terms of different pieces they may or may not bring in this offseason? That, that's what we don't know. Because with Bob Myers, like that was he was in the conversation. like He was in the mix. And the Warriors don't have this long track record of just doing what the players say. They, they've not listened to Seth Curry a lot, right? 
Uh, and he clearly didn't have enough way to keep Bob Myers because it was very clear he wanted Bob Myers to stay. But part of the reason they were able to do that is because him and Bob Myers had this relationship to where even if he didn't like per se or would have went a different way, Myers, they, they were always in communication. They, they were able to talk. They understood each other, and he at least got it. So now the question becomes, does, does Mike Dunleavy build that rapport with him? Or is it Kirk Lakeup building that rapport with him? That, that's the part we don't know, like how this is all going to work out. A couple of years ago, Courtney, I know you remember this, there was the last roster spot, you know, the, the veterans on the team stepping in, they wanted Avery Bradley, who's like, you know, obviously a guy who's been in the playoffs before, but Bob Myers and his staff wanted Gary Payton II. And they got to this kind of clash, and they ended up choosing Gary Payton II. But they trusted Myers. They, they believed in him. So it was like, man, we want to Avery Bradley, so I hope it do work out, and it ended up working out. What happens when that happens now? When they say, hey, we want this player, but then the front office is like, ah, we kind of want to go this way. Is there beef now? Is there contention? Can Mike Dunleavy manage that, smooth it over? Uh, does, does Dunleavy send Curry and them to go recruit? Or does he feel like he has it in himself? Like all these little things are at play that they all had worked out with Myers. Now they got to start over. So we, we kind of don't know how that's going to work, but we sure are watching, aren't we? Yeah, and it seems like a changing of the guard. I mean, we've seen a changing of the guard in the Western Conference this year with the Nuggets winning. And Gabe and I were talking about this. I want to get your perspective because the way that the Nuggets are constructed – and the under-the-table or under-the-radar move that they made the day of Game 5 with the trade that they made to get some draft picks you know, up front with the Oklahoma City Thunder for to utilize now feels like they're trying to build their roster, replenishing the depth the way that the Warriors had done that. With the homegrown talent, you get them to a certain point where you're paying them, and then you're refilling reser- key reserve roles with draft picks. Is... Do you see the Nuggets window, like, how how far is it, like, the gap between the Denver Nuggets and the rest of the Western Conference, including the Warriors? Like, are the Nuggets just going to be the ones that are contending from here on out the next couple of years? Will they be the favorites in the West? Or is that gap not as closed uh, or is not as wide as maybe we're making it? I don't think it's as wide, but I definitely think they're in the mix. Uh, I, I definitely think the rest of the teams are like, all right, like, how do we get through them? Uh, I mean, they they won it in five, but there's a couple. If the games break a couple different ways, you could see Miami pushing them a little bit harder. Uh, maybe you know Jimmy Butler was fully healthy, or Tyler Hero was healthy. Maybe Miami pushes them to a six or seven. There are some vulnerabilities there, but I do think you're looking like you know you got to deal with Jokic. You're gonna have to deal with Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray no matter what. So I don't think they're, like, locked to win it, but they will be a factor in what you do, right? Like, they will be a factor in how you move. Uh, Just like when it was the Warriors, and it's like, hey, they play small, they shoot threes, they got all these wings, they spread the floor. Everybody had to get a small lineup, and you had to be able to put shooters on the floor. Like, that's just what it was. Now, what you're looking at it, like, what's your answer for Jokic? Like, how are you going to deal with that, that behemoth? You can't go small ball anymore. We just watched Anthony Davis and Bam Adebayo come out of that series looking overwhelmed trying to hang with Jokic. So I do feel like like the Steph Currys and the Giannis Antetokounmpo's and LeBron James are like, all right, we see what we're working with. 
and they're gonna need they're gonna need like Michael Porter Jr. to be better. They're gonna need to nail a couple of those fringe picks, but they'll be in the mix. It's not like Jokic is a problem, Murray's a problem. I'm not saying they're gonna win every year. I'm saying they'll be a contender for the foreseeable future. Marcus, we certainly appreciate the time and appreciate the insights into everything happening with the Golden State Warriors. All right, next time, call me when you want stories about Courtney Cronin because I got plenty of stories about Courtney, and we need oh. a we need a Courtney day where we just tell stories about her. We can go tit for tat here. I've got some on you too. I got some on you too. We got we can go tit for tat on this. Don't right, play with me. Sure. <laughs> Let's Thanks, <get> Marcus. <laughs> Marcus Thompson from The Athletic joining us here on Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. In short, it's a lot of things. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Coming up next, there is one particular household chore that Courtney is having to deal with right now that she absolutely hates. We'll let you know what that is. Coming up next, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Household chore do you hate doing the most? We're going to have a little fun with that right now. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Gabe Neitzel, along with Courtney Cronin. And Courtney, you are dealing with the one household chore that you just can't stand doing currently because one of the the thing that typically does it for you is not operational, correct? Correct, correct. So... I have been dealing with a bro- it's very first world problem. So before anybody starts like mean tweeting me or calling in and calling me like a pr- privileged princess, yes, I'm aware dishwashers are you know back in like the you know pilgrim days they weren't using dishwashers or washing, washing stuff in rivers. Um, I don't live there. I live in 2023 in a high rise, and my dishwasher broke. 
And it has been the biggest pain in the ass for me the last couple weeks. This because like it's not just the dishwasher itself leading me to do everything by hand. So spoiler. Which household chore do I hate doing the most? Washing everything by hand. It's given me a new appreciation for my dishwasher. I called. I don't know if anybody's ever had this problem where things get lost in communication uh, with insurance companies. I'm sure that like I'm the only one who's ever dealt with that. But I had to call my home insurance company that I have a home warranty, the home warranty company for all the appliances. I filed a claim saying, hey, this is back in May. Can you come out? Can you service it? Tell me if it's like totaled more or less or if you can fix it. They gave me a window of 8 to 5 p.m. I said, all right. Well, they, like, they, and literally then an below, entire day. Literally, literally all day. Below that, it said someone from this appliance company, because I'm not about to put them on blast, even though I should, will call you within 24 hours to give you a more specific time frame. I'm hosting this show, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, and then I get a call, like, and I'm like, I see the number. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is the person that's here to, to look at my dishwasher. It's 4:45 Central Time. We're on till 6 p.m. I'm like, no, I cannot go downstairs. Let you in. Bring you up here. Diagnose it. I think I might have been hosting with you that day, or might have been Randy Scott, and be like, by the way, you're going solo for the next like 25 <laughs> minutes while I have to deal with this. So it ended up having to get canceled. And then I had to reschedule it. But because I rescheduled with the appliance company itself and not going back through my home insurance company for appliances, like it all got screwed up and I'm still waiting. So I know that's kind of a long-winded story. I know that like I'm not the only one who's ever dealt with this, but I have a new appreciation for the magical machine that washes your dishes for you because I have done everything by hand for more than a month now. Like my nails are shot, my hands are shot. Like just, I, and I wear gloves too. I'm not like some like savage, just like reaching in like dirty water to like start washing stuff. But I, you learn a lot about yourself when appliances break down. I cannot imagine if it was my like laundry because I'm like oh, a crazy washer like, a dryer. Of, yeah, like, if I have terrible. like you know two or three things in my laundry basket, it's going in. I, it's going I, in. I'm not waiting. I, I'm not. I'm not like waiting till it gets full. I could not deal with that. But this one is coming close to where. Like I've got some choice words for but the at least company. like at least if it's that you know you could take it to a laundromat you know you, you can't yes. just load up all your dishes there's no like dishwasher place where you can't can go, go to mom's house and be like hi can I wash all of these Courtney <laughs> <laughs> me going dishwasher shopping is your weekend preview weekend preview brought to you by Geico switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save it's easy simply go to Geico.com to get a rate quote and get started and get started seeing how much you could save. Uh, so I have lived in Milwaukee now for almost 10 years and in all but one of those years, I have not had a dishwasher. So I've had to wash mostly everything. Every, do you you cook a lot? Yes. Oh yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, then you're just a better person than I am, Gabe. <laughs> it's just, I, I hate just it. got used to doing it. I, look, would I love to have a dishwasher? Yeah, just not the reality of the situation that I'm currently in. Coming up next, we get back to the story of the day, the NBA suspending John Morant for 25 games. That's next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.